HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Bob's Red Mill believes in baking, breakfast, and the pursuit of good food for all. Learn more at bobsredmill.com slash podcast. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Souther Teague. Hi, Souther. Hey, buddy. How you doing, buddy? <clears throat> I'm great. I just went to the doctor today. He told me so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's told, great. Proven trip. You got to trust him, man. He told, me I'm, he told me I'm great. So uh, Bones healed. Bones healed. How are your muscles? Muscles need work. <laughs> bones are healed, though. Always. I can't hurt myself anymore, he said. Go, oh. go for it, is what he said. <laughs> Get in uh, there. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's great. Back in the game. I feel good. Are you bicycling again? Not yet. I'm um, going to need to replace the bicycle first. <laughs> it was oh, cr- man. It was crushed. <laughs> I just moved, man. I, I had like a bunch of bikes I gave away. I didn't even think to give you one, but I kind of don't, been, I don't might, want you on one. They might have been too tall for me. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We could have fixed that. Well, what else is going on? What did you do this? Uh, you had uh, missed our guest last week. Misty guest last week, Misty came in and did great uh, um, service at Coup for charities, uh, where she served a ton of uh, Del Mague cocktails, uh, mezcal cocktails. And then, sort of inspired by that, uh, got in touch with Lou Bank of Sacred Agave, who came down to Coup with just a shit ton of hand-labeled la- hand flasks of mezcal that he got from all over. Uh, that region of Mexico. Oh yeah, you showed me a video of that. There were, there were like, like 30, really a shitload. <laughs> Thirty or more flasks that he came and uh, did a little education and tasting. Um, talked a lot about the sustainability. Uh, you know, similar to what Misty talked about, how sure. um, there's sustainability in your practice, but there's also sustainability of the human beings involved in the system. Uh, so he talked a lot about that and sort of evangelized to us the whole process of making mezcal. It was a pretty amazing thing that he came and did for free. Um, that's so, that's incredible. Another perk of being in this job. Yeah, for sure, man. What have you been up to this week? Uh, I worked. I just worked a bunch. Well, I did that, too. Yeah. I, I didn't do anything that exciting, I guess. Wait, did I? No. Wait. <clears throat> yeah, I did. Um, 
Yeah. After the show, last Wednesday. I know you hate to be put on the spot. <laughs> no. Uh, I went by, uh, I did a little cocktail consulting for a brewery that's in downtown Brooklyn called Circuit Brewing Company. That's right. So uh, I got to go there for the first time uh, after the show for dinner and drinks. And what a cool spot, man. Yeah, what's the deal? It's a brewery, it's a restaurant, it's a bar. Yeah, man, it's all of it. Love it's, it. Uh, it's pretty crazy, man. It's it's nice to have it so close to uh, Grand Army. You would think that it'd be like competition, and maybe it will be. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm a strong believer in synergy. I'm a strong believer in the high tide raises all boats. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Competition makes everybody better. Yeah, man. Separates <laughs> the wheat from the chaff or whatever. All those phrases. <laughs> Well, not bad at us. Yeah. Uh, who do we have in the studio that's today? That's it for us. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, well, we were going to have Karen Fu in the studio today, but instead... I am here. We have Karen <laughs> Fu, Natasha Torres, and Jane Danger. Um, this is a pretty solid contingency of what's known around New York City as the Cat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, we got, a, we got a, a chunk of the Cat Pack in the room. Um, so, ladies, welcome to the studio. Glad it's to have like you. It's a third of the cat pack. Yeah. Is that how, yeah, how nine many? lives. Nine. How many? Nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's nine. Wow. What's a coven? Isn't a coven nine or is a coven 12? I don't know. I don't know stuff about witches That's or cats. Whatever. We need Karen Stanley for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kefu, as we, as we you know, colloquially address you, um, head, head bartender at... Great bar in, in Brooklyn called the Donna. Mm-hmm. Just Donna, not the just Donna. Donna. Is it just Some Donna? people call it Donna's apostrophe. Hmm. Um, I always thought it was the Donna. No, it's just Donna. I'm just Donna. Donna. Right. The full name is technically. <laughs> Donna I still call Donna it Donna the Walmart. Is that <laughs> and the Facebook? <laughs> I like to add that the. the, uh, the so and then of course Natasha Torres, you're here. You're you're leading the bar program over at the new Narc Bar. Um, which is in conjunction with John Frazier, right? Yep. Right across the street, really, from Koo. Love having you in the neighborhood. See, there's, a, there's an example. High tide, raising boats. Yeah, man. Exactly. And just a few blocks away, my dear friend Jane Danger from Mother of Pearl. Mm-hmm. Welcome, ladies. You guys are, well, I mean, you're technically next door from Memorial. Well, technically next door from Memorial. Well, I, I, I consider that most of my time right now is spent at Koo. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> That's Koo, man. Doing good while being bad. <laughs> that is Koo. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk to Karen first, since Hi. you were the scheduled member of the. You just brought I this just team on. I just wanted to be flanked by some of my favorite cats. <laughs> yeah, it's rad. I'm happy to have everybody in the studio. We've 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 packed this room before. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kefu, I used to work with you, and Damon used to work with you. Yeah, used to we used to work for Damon. <clears throat> oh yeah. Back at uh, no, we worked together. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call what I did work. Yeah. yeah there's of, good photos of true. Friday nights where Damon would carve out a pineapple, and I'd yeah, we'd light it on fire and um, grate some cinnamon to make sp- sparks fly. We drink out of it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that became a ritual. Mm-hmm. Predating the. Bar stools. Oh, it still breaks my heart. Oh, yeah. Still it's breaks like, my heart. I know. That sounds like solid. Like, I can see it in your face. You're like, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> then she would whip, uh, whip me in the face with her ponytail. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. a high ponytail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being in close quarters with Karen Fu and her ponytail, moving so fast. Yeah, you get whipped. Um, but you know, it's just satisfying. For the record, Damon did not say anything until like midway. Of it's it's satisfying. the common. Oh, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it uh, keeps you keeps you keeps you keeps you honest. Keeps you uh, keeps you awake. Keeps you yeah. alert. Alert. You got to be attentive to both the guests you know, and, it's, and it's, your environment. It's important to have spatial awareness behind the bar. That's right. <laughs> and that bar was very tiny to be yeah. with with two people. Even it was like that was tough. 
Yeah. But I remember your voice message uh, asking to join the team. It was like, hey, why don't you come over and work with all of your friends? It was, it was a <laughs> golden era for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy sell, right? I'd say yes to that job. Yeah. Yeah. I, you well, did? I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I worked up in the. In the other room, um, we don't talk that should not be mentioned. Yeah, room we don't speak of. Uh, but let's. So, kind of what what we do these days on the show is I I, I, I like to hear it, um, and I think the listener does too. Uh, tell me about the beginning. What what put you behind a bar? The beginning. <laughs> not like back, not like back to birth. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Not like back to birth, but like back to like um, what what puts you behind a bar. I was freelance writing and babysitting on the Upper West Side after <laughs> not nanny. necessarily finishing school at Barnard College and took the Columbia Bartending School class only to skip the final <laughs> exam because I had an interview with the 1020 owner who was like a typecast for the worst guest you could possibly have. And the friend who passed the baton to me was like, I think you're like... Dignified and sketchy enough to like get this job. So um, dignified and sketchy. Uh, lo and behold, the interview went well. Um, and those were the first uh, six months of dive bartending, um, ten twenty across from St. John the Divine. And the whole logic behind it was like, well, you know, like famous writers have done so. So. It's, okay, so you wanted, you still wanted to pursue writing. You just wanted yeah. to pursue it from the other side yeah. of the bar. Yeah. Like Columbia Bartending School. Was this one of those schools that was all colored water? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do, it, it also, do you remember any of the anachronisms for the drinks? Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, for like the well lineup, like where do you put the peach schnapps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was definitely studying like chocolate cake shots. <laughs> yes, um, this is so good. Uh, but remember, like, remember Cosmos, the, the instructor had his like legendary story of serving um, Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City, like a Cosmo that she approved of at an <laughs> event. <laughs> That she approved. That's, you didn't reach yeah. out to Toby. Yeah. You reached yeah. out well, to Carrie like, Bradshaw, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the fictional character. Yeah. What was it? What was it? The from I can't remember. It was like something P.O. Champs. Champs or something. Something like that. It was pineapple orange champagne. I can't remember. <laughs> Chris Louder was on the show not, not terribly long ago, and he, he talked about his time in the Colored Water School and that they had all these acronyms that they used to yeah. remember everything. Yeah. Uh, but you know, look at that guy. So you can, you know, you can still make it if you go to those kind of schools. <laughs> look at you. You're doing all right. So dive bar. Then what happened? Um, then I reconnected with John Newberry, who we knew each other from um, everyday Chinese class at Columbia. Um, and he at the time was working for the city as an investigator. Um, and also at PDT mm-hmm. through the lineage of Don Lee. Um, so I was looking for more shifts. Um, he thought I'd be a good fit as a server at PDT, and I had a very intense interview with Jim Meehan, who was like, all right, cool, you remind me of me, so. Like, <laughs> 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 or it was, it, yeah. Curious how, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> I'd be on the floor um, on, like, weekend nights, uh, Friday nights, Jane was at service bar, and she'd, like, sneak me some Fernet Branca or, like, an absinthe swizzle until I grew to like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, and staff would, like, you be what? concerned about how spacey I was, but, like, we're like, she's doing well. Yeah, I felt like the Fernet grounded you a little. Yeah. Like, I was like, have a little sip of this. Just, like, 
It's cool. Yeah. Right. yeah. Everything's going to be cool. Because beyond that job, it was at 1020. Um, I mean, that's how I learned how to bartend. So, like, certain incidents, like, freak of nature accidents of, of a credit card falling through the crack of, like, the actual bar and being unable to be relinquished. Right. Stuff like that happened, and it'd be, like, neighborhood regulars, um, theater crew, it had a, a dartboard pool table and a projector screen that originally, when the bar opened, apparently uh, broadcasted softcore porn, but, like, obviously that changed. Um, to hardcore? Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. So you were dive bartending, your first ever position, and mm-hmm. your second ever position was <laughs> serving at, at the yeah, little bar so known as PDT. That's, that's like the get lucky. Yeah, Definitely I mean, that's what it is in this town, yeah. and in every town. Yeah. I think... Um, and being able to have, like, Jim as such, like, a, a coach. Sure. Beacon. And disciplinarian and, like, motivational speaker, and, like, basically learn all the ins and outs of the industry without knowing these valuable lessons until long after I still like think about those. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've done a bunch of junk yeah. and now you're at the Donna. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sound like a druggie. <laughs> not that kind of junk. Um, yeah, and then uh, Mofuku Sambar that John Barry was heading the program of, that was my first ever oh, restaurant. Right. I forgot you were Which there. is like really intense as well um, to work for Mofuku and worked in this space that Booker and Dax originally was. Yep. Um, duck Duck or whatever it was called. Yeah, Bar Bar. Bar Bar, then Duck Duck. Or vice versa. <laughs> I don't know. Very, very uh, creative with the name making over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Prime Meats, and then Nomad, Fine Dining, Amazingness, um, and then Mywell and Happiest Hour and Slowly Shirley. So, nowhere notable. <laughs> yeah. You pretty much just... Just these skating by. <laughs> You're just skating by. Uh, that's incredible. How are things going at Donna? What, what's, what's the gist of the program over there for those who Brancolata. are not... Yeah. For those who are not Woo! right here in New York City to come enjoy the delicious Brancolata. Well, the Brancolata is uh, Jeremy Ortel and fine-tuned by Matthew Bellinger. Um, uh, minty Pina Colada featuring Fournette. Um, Menta, Franca Menta, um, but yeah, we've we've eliminated a beer line, so we just have two on draft, and we have four draft cocktails. Fun. Um, we're gonna debut a dark and stormy. Um, we introduced some like large format stuff. Um, is hosting a lot of big parties there, and yeah, it's a great team. Um, it's, it's a bright, airy, session. you know, a lot of it's like beautiful. It's white washy yeah. kind of colors, so it seems really airy and light in there. And that the program there is is commiserate to that. Yeah, I think it feels um, comfy. Feels like you're kind of beachside in a way. I think it's really come into its own with like record breaking sales in the past year. We were able to like up the prices since they were pretty low to begin with, and um, it just goes with the wave of the neighborhood. Um, right. So I think it still works against some like higher skill restaurants and bars that are um, coming up in the neighborhood and a lot of new developing apartments. So um, it still retains that like bright, airy Californian like casual fare. So sure. it feels very like national quality at local prices. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very like European in there. Like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. like 
kind of like Mediterranean Casablanca. vibe. Casablanca. Uh, yeah, that's the ceiling. Yeah, those arches. I mean, how do you, how do you do like like how are like, I would like to know how like the tap cocktails are going along? They're going. Yeah, it's a hot topic right now. Um, I what was I never worked with draft cocktails before, but of course Jeremy's a genius, and the Paloma and Aperol spritz are here to stay. And so it's working with a lot of extracts and acids to approximate. And we came up with something called Japanese Daisy. That's like Centauri Toki based. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun to work with. Since like, um, but yeah, adding those and maintaining the slushies really help. kind of like the faster speed. Um, we also eliminated um, double rails in from each bar station to free up space. Um, so basically, um, we also fine-tuned the batch program, so cocktails that are shaken or stirred come out faster. Yeah. Um, Sometimes yeah, less is more. That's Take some things out of the way, make some yeah. more room, move faster. Yeah, and it, it, uh, there's music every night of the week. Live music? Um, live music on Mondays, oh, like DJs gotcha. every day, and so I think after the fire, um, Donna tried like daytime and brunch, but now it's really come into its own of of what naturally works best. Yeah, quick side note: yeah. Donna was open for not even quite a full year when it, it burned, for right? Like 2012, I believe. 2013. It burned and then it was closed yeah. for eight months, several or months, so, almost yeah. a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And people love the scorpion bowls and like it's a way to introduce subtropical tiki esque drinks without um going full on tiki. Yeah. Yeah. Without I think that's being like, hit over the head with it. That's where a lot of bars are kind of going and where they're at nowadays. It's like I mean, obviously there's a really great like tiki bars, but it, it's more like incorporating like tropical vibes in your I mean we do the, we do it at Grand Army. Of course. Yeah. But that's because we like all drinks, you know, like we're Massively into martinis in Manhattan's, but at the same time we will we'll chop up and core a pineapple <laughs> and throw a drink for two in there. No problem, man. No problem, man. <laughs> no problem, man. <laughs> We're on your side. Uh, yeah, that's a thing that I think but a lot of bars are bars. incorporating, especially seasonally. Like it yeah. seems only logical to have some, <clears throat> something like that when it's fucking a hundred degrees outside. Yeah. Um, but, but even that that spot really like promotes like just from what we're talking about like the like the inter the interior design everything of it being light and bright and airy it's like it really promotes that style of drink I think kind of year round you can get away with it oh right? in that space of course yeah, yeah. it's it was uh, one of the first home studio um, projects and now at this point they've designed the Spaniard in the West Village um, Sisters in Brooklyn and plenty of other projects um, but this the space at Donna has like the white arch stone ceilings and it's very minimalist like the mm-hmm. bar is concrete so I I mean I'm obviously biased but I, I think like this was one of their best projects and like, it's, I mean it's gorgeous yeah. I feel so, like a concrete bar it makes me feel like I'm poolside yeah exactly like, it's, it's it's okay for it to be wet because people are like running all over it things are jumping <laughs> out of the pool <laughs> right uh, I get that same vibe over there um, <clears throat> well as it often does, time is flying. We're sort of at the halfway point, so I'm going to take a quick break to listen to our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and talk to the other two members of the Cat Pack <laughs> about exactly what that is and what that means. About exactly what that is and what that means to you, ladies, and of course, kind of what that means to the bartender community at large. I think it's a oh, yeah. it's a thing that's got an impact here in New York City. Yes. We'll be right back with yes, yes, we'll be right does. back with okay. half with half of the Cat Pack. A third, a third, a third, a third of the Cat Pack. 
Hey, this is Chef Eric from Robertus Radio. I love eating pizza for every meal, but sometimes I've got to branch out. Bob's Red Mill makes some stellar breakfast foods. Hey, Eric, the food in your big, bright, beautiful breakfast bowl looks delicious. Thanks. It's muesli. Muesli? Nah, muesli. It's like raw granola. You should try it. Uh, I don't know. My rich daddy buys me quail eggs and foie gras for breakfast every morning. Well, let me hip you on to something else. Did you know Bob's Red Mill is the flagship sponsor of Heritage Radio Network? I bet you if we call Bob himself, he can convince you. Hi, Bob here. Wait, is this the man from the muesli package? Yes, I'm Bob Moore. How can I help you? Uh, Hey there, Bob. This is Eric from Heritage Radio Network, and I'm here with Mike, who I'm trying to convince to try muesli. Oh, I love muesli. Muesli is such an easy way to start the day. I can take a bag of muesli and munch on it in my car and get full whole grain nutrition for everything I need for at least half the day. That is incredible. But what the heck is in the muesli anyway? It has rolled oats, uh, rolled wheat, rolled barley, rolled triticale, and, uh, of course, our dried fruits and the seeds that are so important to our health. It's one of my very, very favorites. After Bob's glowing recommendation, you going to try it? Like they say, try it. You'll like it. All right. Let me at that muesli. By the way, you can find more delicious whole grain breakfast ideas at bobsredmill.com slash podcast. I'll check that out. I'll surf over there. Surf on over, dude. And we're back. You're listening to The Speakeasy. Um, We've been hanging out with a portion of the cat package. Some some fraction. We can't can't, can't nail it down. (laughs) Can't quantify it right at this moment. Um, Yeah, so we were just talking with Karen Food. Let's talk to our other friends and figure out what the hell we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, Natasha... Let's talk just at least briefly about what your your sort of same trail. You sure. you started barbacking over at Dram. I did. I was living next door to Dram, and I came down for a drink, and they were like, uh, "We lost our lesbian barback, our only lesbian barback." And I was in between uh, Is that job description. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Jeff Hazel, and he was like, "We lost our lesbian." I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> did she run away? I don't." Is she misplaced? Um, yes. yeah, did she, is she locked in the walk-in? Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was deciding whether or not I wanted to go to law school or pursue something else. And I, I was like, "Oh, well, I've never done this, but sure, why not?" So common. <laughs> I know so many lawyers. Who went into the bar world? You didn't even go to law school, though. No. You were contemplating. So you saved the money then. I saved the money. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like Payman, who worked over there at PDT as well. Like he's a full-on lawyer. Mayor, but he went back to lawyering. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. I worked. Uh, I barbacked for Mayor uh, Frank Cisneros, Nick Jarrett, while he was still here. Tony Guffey, uh, Jeff Hazel. Yeah, it was. All, it was a great crew. To, all sarcast. Yeah. Yeah, I learned a lot really, really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> For really, good really badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's somewhat of a trial by fire crew that you just listed off. Totally, and yeah. each with a different personality. Absolutely. You know? uh, I love Meyer. He did a guest shift uh, just two nights ago at at Coup, and right. I reminded him how we used to call him C three PO. I don't know if you guys called him that because <laughs> no. when he would when he would get a little loose, he would start walking. 
<laughs> then he would stop and he would turn the other way. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> the other totally. Way. Like looking for a bottle on the exactly. back bar, dram. <laughs> or a bottle Just cap. Sorta, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Bottle caps. And it like nothing else mattered. Nope. Like he would just he would take all the time in the world to find that bottle cap. He was a perfectionist. It is the focus. Yeah, he is. He is. It is the focus of the genius mind. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. So Dram, then what came? Um, um by the way, R. I. P. Dram. Yeah, R. I. P. Yeah. Definitely. I can't believe that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, That's a whole other show. Yeah, it is. Uh, after Dram, I got a job at the John Dory Oyster Bar, and that was when I learned how to bartend. Uh, Sasha took f- about four months to teach me how to bartend. Uh, I just I would work a full shift at Dram, and then I would go and train during the morning uh, with Sasha. And uh, I remember the first time I started, I picked up like a jigger, and you know, like he never used speed pours. Uh, a, very, a very like milk and honey thing and I'd be like shaking because it was Sasha sitting across the bar from me and, and every day he would just be like we're not saving lives like yeah. this is n- like it's all gonna end up in the toilet like don't even worry like it's <laughs> right. gonna be fine um, and so I took four months learning how to bartend with Sasha started working at the John Dory and then about eight months later I got hired at milk and honey before it shut down mm. so I worked at milk and honey for the closing months, which was great, and then I worked the closing night, a Saturday night with Laura McLaughlin, and that was insane. Super fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, from Milk and Honey, I moved over to Lanterns Keep, became the head bartender. Uh, over to Bar Moga for a small stint, opened that up, and then here I am at Narkbar. Uh, Tanya Guffey sort of called me up and was like, "We need a head bartender, and I, I want you." And I was like, "Okay, sweet." That's rad. Yeah. That's a great resume as well. It's pretty good. And pretty for good someone now. who was, you know, you could have wound up in law school. I could have. <laughs> I could have. Thank again, thank God you saved that money. You could have went to law school for all those years and then be like, yeah, I'm going to be a bartender. So I'm going to yeah. bartend now. That's what, what, I mean, it's it's what a lot of people have done. Yeah. yeah. I know more crazy. than I am saying that have done that. And it's crazy. I feel like, man, you... It, Again, you saved the money. They went off and paid all that money, spent all that time, right. dedicated themselves to this thing for so long, and then, oh wait, yeah, I went to culinary school. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one of my partners is a, a lawyer, and he just went through it, and he was like, you know what, man, I just want to, just want to make restaurants. But you know what, I will say this: great to have a lawyer on your team. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Handy. It's all the stuff that I don't know how to do, like, right. <laughs> like all the legalities and like permitting and stuff. It's like he's on it. I'm just like, thank you. Yeah, let's open more spots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this before. We need to sit down and have an interview with you soon. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I don't know about that. Now we'll turn our attention to the dangerous Jane Danger. Ooh, what up? <laughs> we save we save the, the crazy for last. Uh. Um, you've been on the show a few times. I think so, yeah. So I think the listener is familiar with who you are. Yeah, I did so some let's stuff. Re- remind us real quick, and then we're going to talk about the cat pack. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, the last time you were on the show, uh, the night before, you had done uh, going up. Right. Was, uh, oh, disco tiki. Oh man. Yeah, I still get like compliments on that. They're like, "You made it to the show. You made it. I saw you last night. And you were there." And I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I was there. I was there." Austin Henley was covered in glitter and blood uh, and blood. <laughs> <laughs> they usually go nothing new. Yeah. Well, also yeah. nothing new for him. No, yeah. not so much. <laughs> He's kind of always got a little glitter or and or blood on him. Yeah. 
True that. True that. <laughs> so you run the bar at both Mother Pearl and Cienfuegos. Yeah, yeah. We put booze and cups there. You know, Cienfuegos, we're still doing the all rum thing. It's a lot of fun constantly building that program and kind of keeping the punches as a focus. Um, Mother of Pearl is kind of, you know, we like our fun, exotica, tiki style, you know, keeping it, but New York and kind of, you know, not always going with the full on flow of things and just making stuff that tastes good and having people be happy and having fun. Yeah, that's the point. Yep. I mean, that's the point of all of it. Drinks right? is fun. So, drinks is fun. <laughs> drinks <laughs> is fun. That's like a really good buffer. <laughs> drinks is fun. Drinks is fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that's brief enough. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah, also, no. you worked at PDT. You worked at the Nomad. You, yeah. you started as Little a dive bar bartender also. Yeah, CBGB's. CBGB's. I was, yeah. Uh, yeah at, a, at a well-known dive bar. Gender. Yeah, <laughs> I, I learned a lot there quick as well. And uh, learning under... Um, Maria Devitt, who owns Dream Baby, she was a great mm-hmm. example of being a lady and like a constant, like great host, but still telling people to fudge off when they fudging should. And you, you, uh, can, you can swear you know, on this show. I know, but I like seeing fudge. Oh, okay. I like fudge. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I went on to be a cocktail waitress at Death and Company, working with Brian Miller, Phil Ward, Phil Ward, who denied me a shift drink once and made me want to be a bartender for real. <laughs> so that's where that started. Um, <laughs> you can't deny it if I'm in control of it. <laughs> Yep, that's right. how I work. You know, and then, uh, yeah, PDT for a good stint with Jim and meeting all these wonderful ladies coming through, Karen Fu and Ann Robinson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lindsay Nader. It was so cool. Some central cat pack ladies. They just kind of, everybody, we collected each other along the way working together in these bars. And I don't know. We just have a good time hanging out and talking about the real deal and trying to figure out what's going on and where our community's going. Yeah. Let's... Yeah, I think the first iteration came about through Nadine Proctor, who used to live right by Maya Well and PT. And I swear to God, she was like the first regular. Oh yeah, PT. she was our regular. But in a, we in, had the same phobias, so yeah. she got along really yeah. good. She was like invested in knowing the staff wherever she went, and at the time was like at degustation and Taylor, um, really knowledgeable sommelier. Yeah. Um, and then she is now farming. Yeah, now she's a farmer. And um, so red. awesome. Love it. Yeah, that support network of realizing we've all been in the industry for like ten plus years. Ten plus years. Lot, yeah. Um, that um, that kind of like foundation is very necessary and and like almost like a lifeline, especially yeah, if, if, crew, if you're man. moving, yeah. if you're working a lot, you're moving around a lot you're in the trenches it's it's nice to have all these fine ladies on the line yeah, yeah. I, I i want to touch maybe it's a little off topic but the whole thing's off topic everything we talk about is off topic. <clears throat> um it's important to even realize that though uh, you were writing you were considering law school what were you doing before you got behind the bar at cbgb oh, i was a model it was lame <laughs> i couldn't eat all the cookies and radio, cake i wanted <laughs> I, you know i was like i want to eat cookies and cake all the time. But now you do that and you still look like a model. Um, well, it's the work. So it's, it's it's true. True. <laughs> run, 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 eat, eat, run, 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 yeah. eat, eat, eat. Red Bull, Red Bull. It's yeah. the Red jeans. Bull, Red Bull. <laughs> um, In the jeans, yes. Uh, so I think that's, you know, uh, at least worth mentioning that, you know, a lot of folks that are kicking ass in our business right now didn't intend to even be in this business. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Yeah. But but it's... But now we look at it as... It's a career now. It is. Yeah. This isn't just, oh, I'm going to 
sketch around for a year while I decide to go to law school or while I try and write or while I do some modeling and pay my bills by doing this. This is like we're doing this for 10 years and I got 10 years more ahead of me and probably 10 years past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when we were at Tells, how many people came up to us and they were like, dude, never met you before, but listen to the speakeasy. It's like, made me realize that I can actually be a bartender and make this a career and right. have fun. And like, a, it's a, a, a lot of thing. people approached us about that. Yeah. And that's, it was amazing. that's, that's um, it's a little bit humbling too, you know, to, to think that, I mean, I, I guess I, I'm kind of the outlier, Damon, you were in the design world. I, this is all I've ever done. I was always in and in around restaurants and bars. My dad owned a bar when I was a kid. I went to culinary school. I've been in restaurants and bars literally all my life. And that's all I've ever wanted to do. Thank God. Thank God. I wasn't like stuck with it and saddled with it. Um, yeah. But, like, I think it's important that we talk about it, at least from time to time, that this is a career. Uh, even as long as you guys have been doing it, 10 years, even that short a time ago, it wasn't. You know what's really interesting to me about it, too, is, like, if you, if you like, whenever I was working as in graphic design and print, it's like, everyone who uh, worked in that field, they all had a common, like, goal. They are like... I want to get do drunk after work. work. Oh, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was like there was a commonality of like working in a very specific uh, occupation, right? And so, with like just what you were saying about uh, people becoming bartenders and not even realizing they were going to do it, and I had a completely different life before. Is that's what makes this crew so interesting? When you go to work with uh, a new bar team, every time getting to know those people and getting to understand them and learn from them, not just like from like the bar and like food and beverage uh, perspective but understanding like I, I don't know the first thing about law but you know I one of my partners is a lawyer so I've learned from him uh, sure. you know yeah. I I didn't know anything about cooking before but you know I've learned a lot from you yeah you pick and it up through learned, almost osmosis just being I, around it and I learned from Karen how to like braid your hair and <laughs> braid my hair <laughs> yeah. and I learned from uh, Jane how to be a model uh, <laughs> Wow, that's true. <laughs> You're in vogue. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, <laughs> you handsome devil. No, but I just think it's interesting. You have this this mismatch of all these different people and personalities. But there, there's, they had uh, all these different lives before, and now there's a new commonality, and the commonality involves hospitality, which makes it just the best time to be in this business. Agreed. I I consistently am like inspired by the cat pack. Like I, I will go and watch all of my friends bartend, and they're all completely different. And I will pick up little things from each one of them. Sure. Like Jane's drinks are absolutely gorgeous. So when you have Jane being absolutely gorgeous, making absolutely gorgeous <laughs> drinks, like very very perfect, uh, like garnish, and everything is looks beautiful, tastes beautiful. Um, you you sort of pick up on that, and you're like, oh man, I gotta like step up my garnish game, like, and then you go and watch. Sure. Uh, how can I add just some little? How can I take some little yeah. piece of this back to my? And bar? just yeah, and just maybe learn something from that, and then you watch Karen Fu. Karen Fu plays the cello, she plays the piano, and then when you watch her bartend, it's just so beautiful, it's almost melodic. So you sort of get that too, and you're endless like, oh my grace. god, like maybe <laughs> yeah, it's like endless grace, and sure. everything is just so beautiful. And then you watch Karen Stanley bartend, and she. Can talk to anybody about anything. She's Absolutely, at any too. at oh, any fucking yeah. time. <laughs> She's quick. Yeah. It's like, I mean, her multitasking is insane. So I'll pick that up from Karen. Um, you know, and just watching watching everybody in the cat pack do their thing. I love it. I don't drink anymore, and I haven't drank in an, almost two years. But I will go and sit at their bar any 
any any night and just watch and just like pick up little things here and there. And I think a lot of the bar backing uh, sort of comes out of me when I when I go to watch friends bar bartend because when I was bar backing, that's all I really did with all the bartenders. I watched right. like how they liked their well set up, how they liked their tool set up. Just things like that, and I so I really enjoy having having the cat back, yeah, to to sort of rely on and be inspired by. And also, like we can broach on topics where we've all experienced it and and uh, been able to brainstorm like what's next and be able to put it out there and without having prior judgment or you know just like a very free flowing open discussion. Who wants to lean forward and? Say what? What? What is? Do you have a definition of the cat pack? What is the cat pack? <laughs> the, list, the listener is probably confused because I'm sitting here and I kind of know what it is, but I'm a little confused. I don't know. It's, it's cross between like a girl gang and like a coalition of like female <laughs> bartenders, and we like cats. Number one. Yeah. Number one. Open forum. I mean, it's a lot of things. Really, it's just like. Friendship and guidance. And yeah. you, yeah. you said earlier that you got. You think there's nine members, three of them right here. Karen Stanley, you just mentioned. Who else you got? Anne yeah. Robinson. Oh yeah. yeah, you mentioned her as well. Yes. Tonya Guffey. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Guppy. Yeah. There's some OGs. Santi was on there for yeah. a bit. Santi. Definitely. Oh, yeah. All is like. Oh, yeah. Within Santi the, Daddy. Yeah. All the yeah. Pushnik. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all great names in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Calliope. Yeah. Calliope. Yeah. yeah. We got we're, we spread across the country, yeah. <laughs> nationwide. We're branching out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you guys should uh, formalize your situation. Because it sounds great. <laughs> you know, I'm the president of the United States Bartenders Guild, New York City chapter, and we we have a lot of things that we share with one another. Like you just said, it's 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 a it's a it's a safe space to share information to. Uh, to observe other people and pick up things from each other. It's uh, educational. It's communicative. Like it sounds like you guys are kind of on your way to becoming something that's organized. Unless <laughs> unless disorganization is part of it. When you write "cat pack," is the a the anarchy symbol? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's good to have a unified front of people who are sharing the common like common interest in this. I used to have a well. I know Jane York. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, dropped something. Um, I know you're a total like fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> sorry, in a great way. Um, in so many ways. I, I had a back when Lost was on. I had like a online like a forum group called the Barma Initiative. Did <laughs> <laughs> Dave in the booth? <laughs> anyway, so I'm just saying, you know, yeah. you can find that common thread and like have your crew. Well, we have pins. At least we need like, (laughs) but yeah, I could see definitely the future is growing and the voice is strong. If you guys know about it, (laughs) the voice is strong. Well, you know, I think uh, (laughs) the nature of our field here in New York City dictates that we're all relatively close knit community, Mm -hmm. and then the nature of you know society at at large currently dictates Mm -hmm. that we all follow one another or like one another or whatever phrase there is, trust one another. That's what we use on Batch. It's trusting. <laughs> um, and we can, you know, we see everything that's going on. So I'm thumbing through my Instagram when I roll out of bed in the morning and I see hashtag cat pack, hashtag cat pack, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, when, when all of you are away on vacation together or or even just stuff that you do behind the bar. I saw you pouring from uh, Karen, I think it's Karen Stanley who, who has the uh, 
this sort of. Oh, oh man, yeah. I have uh, the one too. It's like oh, it looks like a ram. That thing is so yeah, it's good. super satanic. I think seeing yeah. a yeah. photo <laughs> of Karen's made me oh, feel. Oh, it was oh, a It's a ram's head satanic yeah. style oh, Hawthorne yeah. strainer that looks pretty intimidating and gorgeous. But I see that thing everywhere on your on all of your Instagrams, etc. Yeah. Uh, so you're like you're making yourselves into some kind of a presence. I mean, I think now, also now that like... you know, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> now it's time for you to you know aim those aim those claws, I guess, at getting something done. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say there's. I'm, like, I'm just creating this a... for you, by the way. <laughs> I just made work for you. No, there's Shit, now we got to do this. I know. Yeah, I know none of you are busy. There's <laughs> definite plotting, but. Uh... Right now, it's such a great time. Like before, you had your live chats and your boards, but right now, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter give you such like this amazing platform to Absolutely. kind of set off. And yeah, it's kind of already set up for you in a way. It's it's weird. <laughs> World pomination. Oh, <laughs> every episode there's a pun. Every episode Honey. drives me nuts. <laughs> um, you like it. I actually do kind of like it. Uh, well, let's talk uh, about a few things that are just generally going on. So, Narc Bar, brand new, just opened. Brand new. We're about a month old, yeah. Holy cow. It's going well. It's going fast. That's yeah. already been a month? It, yeah. I came I mean, in there on, uh, the, I guess, one of the opening nights with Tanya behind the bar, hanging yeah. out. D- she was DJing, I She think. was DJing, yeah. Monday nights are industry nights. We have a DJ. It's happy hour all night. We have, like... It's it's a fun night. I'm always behind the bar uh, working industry night, so it's a lot of fun to see everybody come through. Um, and there's a DJ, yeah, on Monday. That's probably my favorite night to work. Can't lie. I never thought I'd like to work a Monday shift, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the bar program is awesome. Tanya Guffey's was the bar consultant, or is the bar consultant, so she did the opening menu. Uh, it's it's got a lot on it. It's got a little bit for everybody, and we have two draft cocktails to draft wines thing, uh, yeah yeah hey, man draft cocktails are the thing it's uh, unbelievable how how quick you just i mean like oh it's great for service of yeah, course but it's also service, great for consistency so of product oh, yeah. uh you know it's uh, i think it's uh, still even though it's been around for some time i think it's still uh, intriguing to the guest uh, it is, to yeah. see it or to talk about it or hear about it totally i don't know if you guys have been over to or heard the episode we had with darren grenia from your sincerely with their entire program is on on draft He's doing some crazy tricked out things. So if you've got draft cocktails, I highly recommend you go check him out and pick his brain because yeah. uh, he's totally willing to share. In fact, he and I are trying to put together a seminar for next year's Tales of Cocktail regarding tap cocktails and awesome. prepared cocktails. Um, yeah. So that sounds like a ton of fun. Is, is Narc Bar a um, – is it, it's, is it vegetarian, vegan, like Nar- Narcissa? It's not. We have a burger. We have bone marrow. It's okay. – uh, yeah, it's – it's the food is on point, of course. Strong Frazier, um, yeah, and, that's yeah, that's actually a like, weird connection that you and I have. I, I was uh, on the very beginning team at Dovetail. Oh, yeah, <laughs> did not know that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's crazy, it's weird for me to think that they celebrated their 10 year anniversary recently. Yeah, <laughs> holy yeah. shit, that was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he kills it. Love that guy. Yeah, great, great, great presence. He loves tasting cocktails. I do R&D and he'll taste them. He'll, yeah, he'll give me feedback, which is priceless. Solidly good yeah, dude. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Mother of Pearl. Something's coming up at Mother yes. of Pearl. Ooh, it's the rum. Yeah, rum time. <laughs> yeah, we got National Rum Day coming up on Wednesday the 16th, and uh, we decided we can't do just one day, so we're starting on Sunday. It's too much rum for one hand. Yeah, I want all of the rum. <laughs> yes. So uh, we're starting on Sunday. We've got Rumfire, El Dorado, Banks, Plantation, Appleton. We've got a lot of people, and we're going to focus on one brand in each bar on each day going up till 
rum Christmas, the 16th, um, and we're going to do it. <laughs> Our lady of rum has spoken. Yes. Yeah. So we've got a lot like special menus. So we're going to have normal menu, but now we have our um, Spaceman frozen machine. So we're going to have a special frozen in every space and just really like style out these brands that we love and that have consistently come through for us and been cool and. You know. So how many days is that going on? Four. Four full days. Yes, of Sunday to Wednesday. Rum Mania at Mother Pearl and San Fuegos. Oh yeah, we got some weird stuff coming. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Right. The outfits, the rum. Yeah, do it. The rum. Are you gonna have like multiple costume changes throughout the evening? Probably. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So there will be Jane sparkles danger. and glitter and fire glitter. and knives fire. and that'll be great. Knives. So knives. Jane danger. Knives. <laughs> Uh, and then at Donna, so yeah, drop the V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can call it whatever you like. <laughs> All right, at the Donna, <laughs> at the Donna, you got nightly music. Yeah, bands. Did you say once a week you have a band too? Monday night is acoustic. Acoustic, yeah, that's fun. Um, and we have Taco Tuesday, of course, um, with our happy hour prices going until eleven. And discounted tacos with any drink. Um, that has definitely been a booming night. Um, so there, you like tacos? I like tacos. It's, I know you only have four tacos. hamburgers a year. But tacos are fine. Tacos are fine. They're <laughs> different kind of sandwich. It's not a sandwich. It's, it's a taco. <laughs> Let's go on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's a taco. Exactly. It's not a sandwich. It's a taco. Listen, What's if I invited about? you to my house for sandwiches and you showed up and there were tacos, you'd be sort of bummed. No, I would be You'd be stoked delighted. to get tacos, Stop. but you'd be like, Stop. I thought he said... <laughs> you'd, whisper, you'd whisper to the other guests, I thought he said sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Guaranteed. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't get out enough, so... Is it so, an open uh, face sandwich? It's not oh, okay. yeah. well, that was show. You get the Kentucky that's, hot brown. Kaim Dowerman, are you listening? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Eric Trickett, we're going to talk hot dogs and sandwiches um, at another time. Uh, speaking of another time, let me look at my calendar real fast. Next week, uh, we're not here. Um, the station is closed for its little summer break, which is great for everybody to go get some sunshine and drink some beers and whatnot. So we, we'll what are pro- we going to do? I, th- I guess Dave's probably going to run a... Um, Run a rerun, I suppose. You mean you and I? What are yeah, we going to do? What are we going to do? I mean, we're going to go. I figure I'll habitually roll over we're to, go to all three of these bars, right? <laughs> well, that's actually not the worst idea. Yeah. Let's do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if anyone out there listening wants to join us, we'll be crawling next Wednesday at all three of the bars well, we just talked about. Technically, I guess it's four Mother Pearl, Cien Fuego, well, that's true. The Donna, yeah. uh, and, and Narc Bar. You down, um, Dave? Do it. Dave, you in? He's not I'm on vacay, man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's, the Outer Banks. That's, that's why we're not here. He's oh, yeah. not going to be around. Uh, so, but following that, uh, another strong lady is, is Lacey Hawkins in the Cat Pack. Jeez. Ooh. Wow, she should be. She's definitely on the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She. It's her birthday today. It is her birthday. Yeah, happy right. birthday, Lacey. Lady. That's true. I wish her happy birthday Lady, Lady Hawk. Woo. Um, Lady Hawk. Uh, mm-hmm. So she's a super strong woman in, in the in the field, formerly of the Nomad as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, now. And Clover Club, sure. And now works for the uh, Monkey 47, yeah. uh, which is pretty rad. Um, the following week, we've got the distiller from Michter's Whiskey on the air. Mm-hmm. following week, Amanda Schuster, her new book is coming out. Yep. following week, Andrew Meltzer. He's the USBG San Francisco president. following week, Tiki Adam. Yeah. stacking it up, baby. Jeez. Wow. Um, That's a roster. The following week, USA? I'm in Italy. Yeah. I'll be here. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find a guest for you. Uh, no, uh, uh, and I think then, I'm actually going to have Jason Kraft. Oh, I'm going to put that in my calendar then. <laughs> um, and then just forecasting the future, please stay tuned. Um, 
Jim Meehan wants to be on the show in October on the 25th. Slim Jim Ooh, Meehan. That's right. <laughs> Slim Jim. Rolling out the big guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got to um, talk about his new book. Um, there's yeah, been a request about. to have Cat Pack on in October as well. Just okay, like, let's talk about dates after this. Roll in. We're going to have everybody in town. I yeah. feel why not. Everyone. Is Amy going to be in town? Let's talk about dates okay. as yeah. soon as Well, she is, is now. <laughs> yeah. Amy, she can call in like we'll Frazier. We'll see you. <laughs> like Frazier. I'm listening. Yeah, I was halfway <laughs> expecting Karen Stanley to call in today. You yeah, there was a threat. I, I think there was it turns a threat. out she's in Cape Cod, right? She's in Cape Cod. Uh, yeah. Life of Leisure, that woman. Drinking vodka and cranberry. Drinking uh, Cape yeah. Codders. Cape Codders. Cape Codders. Uh, that's all I've got, Damon. What do you got? That's it, man. I think we, we, we got a nice little... Uh, future ahead of us, man. <laughs> we, you and I, the future's bright. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Um, well, cool. I guess that's it for this week on Speakeasy. Check out Heritage Radio Network for many other programs like this one. Uh, until then, thanks again, ladies, for being on the show. Thanks and for having we'll me. come yeah. see you next thanks. Wednesday. And, yeah, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. Oh,